Welcome to the Human Size Leader Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Crystal. And today we're going to talk about the fear of being fake. Which for me, this is a big one. I am super authentic. Mm -hmm. um, And so when I hide anything about myself, I feel like I'm being false. Yeah. What do you mean when you say you're super authentic? I know people will be wondering that. Yeah. So I let people know what's going on with me, um, how I'm feeling, probably too much. In fact, I have my son is very similar to me, uh-huh. uh, and so, and he's talking all the time, um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, is this how other people experience me? <laughs> um, but, but I want people to know what's going on inside of me. It's one of the great things um, can be uh, about me is that I'm wanting to connect. I want to know what's you know, Crystal, we're recording. I want to know what's going on inside of you and mm-hmm. how you're feeling. I really do. And so um, when I'm, that's what I mean by authentic. I yeah. mean, what's going on in me, what's going on in my life. And you don't mean that you're just like talking all the time, but you share honestly, like a lot of people don't do that. And I will be honest, Zach, it does freak people out when people share, when you share um, how you're feeling. And because people aren't used to hearing the whole journey with people authentically, right? So that is why we're going to talk about the balance, right? Of like, what's the difference between being fully authentic all the time with no um, intentionality and how do you not be fake, but share um strategically but still be authentic right yeah because we're talking to you it, it, if you're a human if you're breathing you lead someone even if it's mm-hmm. just yourself and so yeah um, we're talking about that because sometimes my super authentic self um rubs against me as a leader right if i yeah if i'm worried um, and losing sleep that my business is going to go out of business, right? Yeah. Um, going to my 11 employees that I have a, it and saying, hey, I think I'm going to lose everything. <laughs> that doesn't go and, well. Yeah, it's not a smart move, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's, and that can feel fake. And I can get overwhelmed with, um, hey, am I being a duplicate? Um, am I am I hiding myself? Am I wearing a mask? Because honestly, because it rubs against a story from my past where I did live a false life. Right. And so my solution for that is erring too far the other way. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, it's such a good thing, but it is like a difficult thing to figure out that that sweet spot of like, how do you not withhold or if you, if you really value being honest, but how do you manage what is received well or other people can handle? Um, and I think part of that is like everybody processes differently too. So when you're sharing yeah. what you're feeling inside, like a, that it's authentic, but it's what it sounds like, it's what you're feeling and perceiving and processing and you're a fluid processor, an external processor. And so someone who processes differently or they may not be used to that level of sharing, but also if they're concrete, they internalize everything before they externalize a concrete thought. They're like, holy, you know, cow, like everything is falling apart when you're just processing the authentic pieces of what's going on with you, right? Yeah. Well, and what makes it even um, a little more so like what you're saying is I'm very in touch with how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, I know we have a um, spectrum of people. If you're listening to this, some of you are very aware of your emotions. Some of you are very unaware and there's, there's no good or bad to that. Like yeah. there's complications on both sides, but being someone that's very aware of my emotions, um, 
that can really freak someone out uh, (laughs) when they're unaware of their own and they're like oh my goodness, this guy is a mess. Well, and (laughs) let's let's talk about that, that unaware and aware of emotions. Because something I'm learning is that there is obviously where you're unaware is one thing, but sometimes like we learn to interact with our emotions through just our formation. That is not necessarily unaware, but we have a a way that we interact with them that maybe is partly compartmentalized or just a natural that works for us. And there is, I think, a healthy place in that where we have our emotions kind of cataloged and it's not necessarily completely unaware but it's a different type of, it's not an immediate like emotional response. Yeah. Um, so it takes some time for us to know when that emotion does come up, like for sure when we react. Right. Um, but like, so let's talk about how do you find that space where you're meeting that really good value of being honest, authentic, not hiding things and being truthful, but not being so authentic that people are overwhelmed with what your authenticity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that fear of right, the fear of being false. I just yeah, you know, want to alleviate your fear if you're listening. There's a difference between truth, like what is truth, and authenticity. Like yeah. there's a giant difference between those, and that took me a while to figure out. Um, and so I thought, well, if I'm not telling people how I feel, I'm not being truthful. That's that's yeah. no, no. Um, I do need spaces where I'm telling people how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, what has helped me is to go, it's not about me. Yeah. Right? It's not about me. It's not about how I feel. It's about how do I serve the person that I'm leading? Right. Um, and so there's different levels of, um, and different things that are triggering. And the more I know, Crystal, the more I know you, I know certain things that trigger you or certain things that, uh, you don't handle like I need them handled. Right. We talked right. about this actually not podcast just the other day and vice versa. There's stuff for me. And so part of serving someone well is just knowing, hey, these things are, this is not the space to be authentic with that part. Yeah. And that's an authenticity and authenticness on the other side too. Like with that conversation you're talking about regarding like my, like when I'm in a certain space, I can't handle things well. Like I don't want to be that person. So sometimes I try to, I try to Mm. just handle things. I feel like I always have to handle them well, but like a truthful communication in those situations say hey i know that you're going through this but like i'm not gonna receive this very well right now and i'm sorry that i'm not enough for you in the moment but i love you but just know that that's just i think that's a level of authenticity that's also just truthful but instead of the other side of it where you're kind of trying to be everything you think you should be and then you authentically come out as a whole reactive mess (laughs) (laughs) we never do that we never right i liked what you said about um and it triggered some thoughts about serving the other person. Cause I think even yeah. whether you're leading that person and you're being intentional about being honest and authentic enough to um, connect and give them information. But then on the other side of it, when you really need space, when you need support, you need help, um, you, you serve the other person by contextualizing that and letting them know what you need. Like when you go to yeah. a friend, like you're going to say, I'm going to be just completely honest here. I need to, I need to share this and get this out. And so I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's true even. I this is what I feel, but I, I think that's like a really cool, like entryway into either one of those relationships, whether it's you who need the support or if you're being the leader, who's trying to be um, wise in the way that you connect with those that you lead. Yeah. And I'm a, I am, we were kind of talking, you talked about compartmentalizing, um, mutual friend of ours calls me a shallow waffle and so 
where, <laughs> I like that. where uh, the syrup the syrup runs right and so um you know, I think a lot of men are really good at compartmentalizing. There's certain things that I am very good at compartmentalizing, but a lot of it, honestly, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, my emotions run, run everywhere. And, but in those moments of serving that other person, I know, like, hey, this, these, my emotions run everywhere. So, like, I'm going to be okay. You don't need to fix me. I'm just emotional right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm going to get over it. I just need you to hear this because yeah. it'll help me move forward. And like like you were saying, that's that's a gift we're giving someone because I think often what I do that can be an error in that way is I go to share something. I have needs that I need met, mm-hmm. just relation relational, and I don't tell them. And then they meet it in the way that they meet it, right? Mm-hmm. Which might be different and then i get upset at them <laughs> yeah and it's it's really um if we can own what we need and want and like and bring that to the room we're all different like crystal i know when we're talking you want something totally different than what i want right right yeah and it's not better it's not worse it's just what you want and need yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's um a really wise way to look at it too is like voicing, just voicing what you're looking for, voicing the context of the situation. Because it is even, especially when it's a time when you're something that is emotional, it often overwhelms other people. Um, and they're they going to react, try to human size it, um, fix it, whatever, if they don't know what you're looking for, because you've just, in some ways, you've just brought a whole bunch of stuff into their space and they're, they're going to react to that. But there's such a beauty and simplicity in like just verbalizing what is needed, what is happening, even when things go wrong or like things start to get where you feel like whatever emotions rising in you, even to verbalizing, I'm getting emotional or you seem like you're uncomfortable. Is this okay? Like, how are you feeling? Things like that. I I don't, I know it's weird because we don't do that normally a lot of times. That's not a normal pattern for people. It's weird at first, but man, I think it saves so much, um, mess on the other side if we just take that awkward step to be like hey this is what's what we're doing here's what i need like you were saying yeah yeah and we've talked about in previous episodes of having Mm do-overs if you forget to do that and someone's leading you in a direction that's hurting you or something speak up like speak up hey i i screwed up i didn't tell you what i need right now i just need you to listen yeah um i do need it i probably want advice but not right now. <laughs> so, so i have a theory about this too like yeah. i think it's so intuitive and so real to everybody like the fact that you feel uncomfortable sometimes in a conversation or you you just need to vent or whatever is so natural but we don't talk about it in normal social circumstances in a lot of culture yeah. spaces so uh, there's awkwardness when you start but i think people even if they react to it if it's really outside of what they're used to and they're like that's a weird way to to approach this. Once you get over that, I think almost everybody will in some ways connect to that because you've just hit a very human space. Like that was already going on inside of them. And the vocalizing, it may be new and it may be weird and it may be reacted to at first. But I think there's a great chance that in most situations, if you continue that, it's going to be successful because it hits the reality underneath that people are going to feel relief in. Like, yes, it is uncomfortable. Okay. I know what you need. That's helpful. You know? Yeah. And and as a listener, if you're getting um, triggered or feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Uh, 
you know, often a lot of us leaders, when we're feeling uncomfortable, we think when someone's sharing something, they want us to do something, right? That's our automatic assumption. And so um, just ask the question, hey, what do you need from me right now? Yeah. If someone didn't vocalize, that's that's your way of that's your way of leading them yeah. for what you need on that side. Because um, I've been shocked. Um, I, like I have a supervisor that leads that she's an incredible leader. Um, she needs to vent, but when she's sharing with me, I'm assuming often that she's wanting me to do something about it. <laughs> and I've realized that's not usually what she's wanting. Um, yeah. She just. Hey, I just need to process through this. And right. so, um, but that's been like a new revelation. Like, <laughs> and so you You're can imagine how many crazy. conflicts we've had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, that's really good. So I think too, we did, you know, on the counterbalance, if you don't have a fear of being false, I think um, maybe work on the authenticity thing. I think I've, I was realizing as we were talking about this, that there's another group that never struggles with that fear of being false. Um, And just, I know this isn't true of everyone, but it might be because there's not enough sharing of what's going on internally. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, it's just a challenge. Hey, if you don't have this fear, just look at that. Are you being authentic with how you feel? Yeah. Um, With someone. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily the ones you're leading, but yeah. 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 And I think if you're someone who does like we're talking about how that fear of being false and you're, you know, always pushing for authenticity, I think just take a look at like, are you having spaces where you're actually feeling like you're able to process that? Because I think um, so that you can can meter it in situations, because I also think when we are people who need to process outside and we have that need to just process very fully, sometimes I think we we can't find that space to really do it because we overwhelm people. And so then we don't. You know, subconsciously, we don't feel heard. So being able to understand the spaces where you are going to ask people for that permission or context so you can fully process. And sometimes we need a professional to help us with that, depending yeah. on the situation or someone very intentional. But that, I think, is really vital to being able to even emotionally make that change in other spaces because I think it just pours out when we don't have that safe place to process yeah. it. And so... um just partnering that with that valuation of am I being overly authentic or overly sharing in that desire to be authentic? Yeah, and you know I have a list of people that can handle messy Zach. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and different ver- different areas, right? So when I'm struggling with someone hurt me relationally, for example, being messy with my my lovely bride is not a good thing. Rachel, yeah. um, Rachel is my defender. And yeah, if I share, you know, hurt that's happened in a messy way, sometimes like I'll move on from that, but she's still stuck with the hurt and woundedness and can form resentment for, for other people. And so again, that's just an area to be aware. Um, and so instead what happens, and here's one of the ways I've curtailed my authenticity a little bit is, um, I know, Hey, here's someone I can share with. It's my friend that does not um, me being messy about my wounds, they don't take it on. Yeah, and and I'll start there, and then um, I'm not keeping things from my wife. I'm telling her the cleaned up version of the mess yeah. because it serves her better. Um, yeah, and you know, and because I don't want 
something that didn't even happen to her to fracture her relationship with someone yeah. else. Yeah. That's a good point. And for me, I find that I have to, um, I have a hard time getting it verbalized when it is emotional. So like, Mm. and it's really messy. Like I even hear myself and I'm like, what am I even saying? So having a space where someone has a lot of compassion, a a friend, a safe space to just listen to me and not have to figure it out so that I can figure it out. And often the questions are great, but just having that space, because when I go like my husband, I want to share authentically too. Like I have that where, but if I come, he likes to call it all the boxes are touching. He just gets lost. He's like, I don't even know what you want in this because that's not how his brain works. So like when I do take effort, even sometimes that's writing or other practices, take effort to be able to go to him and share. Here's really the core. Because if I just brought him the whole mess, it's it, he just gets lost and overwhelmed in it. And I'm not going to be able to share that intimate part I want to share with them anyway. So having yeah. somewhere where I can sort out the boxes and organize them <laughs> so I can know what box really matters um, is helpful. I think I find that helpful in any conflict situation too, because I tend to to go where um, I don't mean to, but it all comes out like the the you open one box and it tips over the next box if I'm not managing that well, and then people get lost in it. Yeah. Well, and I find that true of myself as well. Sometimes I'll start talking about something mm-hmm. and I don't realize how worked up I am till yeah. um, I'm like that verse of Elisha in the cave um, where he's <laughs> he's over-exaggerating his um, what's going on in his life. And he says he's the only one left yeah. um, following God. And then God tells him how many people are, you know, actually following him. And it's a lot. And so, yeah, um, yeah you know, the fear of being fake I think it's one of those things in a managed way, like it's a good thing, right? Yeah. If you're fearing being fake, that's good because to an extent, because you want to be real with those you're around. It's when it gets the fear of being fake overdrive overrides, right? right? Good boundaries. Yes. And that's where it becomes an unhealthy thing. And I'm realizing in my own life some boundaries that I thought were healthy are unhealthy and health actually feels really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it's the same way with this um, authenticity and fear being fake. Ask people around you that you trust um, what they think um, health looks like. And you're going to get different different perspectives. Yeah. And they're not, their perspectives at all take and put the puzzle together. Yeah. 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 Um, another area we haven't touched on, Crystal, is um, there are some people that, are just unsafe. Mm-hmm. And if you're revealing your thoughts and emotions to an unsafe person over and over again, like you need to close yourself off a little bit. That's where the boundaries need to need to come up. Being authentic with them will just be a weapon used against you. Yeah. That's not being fake. That's being responsible. Or something that they just can't handle well. Sometimes an unsafe person is yeah. just someone that's not equipped to receive well, and so it's hurtful. And we have a whole podcast on that, actually, if you want to look in our library. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was good. Nice. <laughs> All right. So um, this area of authenticity and sometimes sharing too much and sometimes sharing too little it you're gonna fail all the time but just keep trying at it and fail forward my friend you got this we appreciate you joining us this week on the human size podcast join zach and crystal next week when they talk about being overwhelmed is it just a season of to-dos or are you taking on more than you need zach and crystal talk about the difference and how to make healthy choices 
Now go have a fantastic week.